Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Oh, you know, you know when you uh, have dinner with your family and friends together and you do the toast and you give cheers and everyone looks at each other with that intense look in each other's eyes and then they're like, you know what that means? But then your mom and dad are there. Right, you know what that means if you don't look each other in the eyes. Yeah, give the toast. Michael's big on looking at the eyes. Me too. Right. Everybody's big at looking at the eyes, but when you know what it means, it's awkward when people say, "You know what it means when your family is with you." Right, like if your mom and dad are there, oh, with you when you give the toast. Yeah, I guess I know what you mean now by saying, "Do you know what it means?" You know what it means. Yeah. Oh, you didn't look me in the eye. You know what that means. And then somebody's got to be the person. It's like, oh, seven years of bad sex. <laughs> oh, gosh, my mom is here. My mom is here. And that's, such a, that's such a dumb rule, myth, whatever. Is that going to happen tonight? Oh, everybody's excited. Make sure to look at the eyeballs. Everybody's excited. Well, Tony, you would be the one to say, you didn't look me in the eye. You know what that means? Seven years of bad sex. Yeah, that would You'd be You'd be me. the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tonight is our... Uh, our pre-meal. It's like for a big game. You know, Love when I played that. football, we'd have the pre-meal in the cafeteria yeah. of terrible meats and terrible meats. And, and then we'd pasta. go play football. And pasta, yeah. Meats and pasta. <laughs> like we'd have sliced, I don't know what kind of meat it was, and then pasta, and then go run around. I loved it, though, because they would invite the cheerleaders. So it's like the cheerleaders and the football players, and everyone would have like their meal before the game, before you head out on the bus. Well, much like tonight, I will have the butterflies. Like, mm-hmm. I had the butterflies before the game because they were so quiet during the pregame meal. No. Tonight, we'll be very quiet for the pregame meal for Wango Tango as we get together for our team dinner. What's on the menu? Well, I did send a text 
to the group. I think the text, uh, let's see, who's to Sissony? Yep. I said uh, dinner, and I give you details about it. <laughs> you may not remember I, what you said was really funny, actually. You said five thirty arrivals. Yeah, I know. Well, there's, like a lot, there's like a lot to debrief on this whole. Five thirty so. arrivals <laughs> followed by dinner. Five thirty arrivals. That's because you guys. Well, listen, I'm calling five thirty. So, well, though we run on time because of this, because we're used to it with this yeah. kind of job. Mm -hmm. But I call five thirty, so we're eating at a decent hour. No, I yeah. love it. It takes me six and a half minutes to get to your house, so I think I'm good. But the good news is nobody has allergies. No. Mm -hmm. I mean, do you want us to have allergies? No, I just want to make sure. I don't want to break into hives or anything. No, we're good. So we're ready. No allergies. I mean, usually people, when you ask, do you have any allergies, they make at least one up. You know? I mean. Well, there's a difference between allergies and preferences. Yeah, like I don't like uni. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't even You're know what kidding. that is. Not even from Santa Barbara? <laughs> um, and... Tanya, good news is you didn't tell me about any requirements, so we're definitely doing a cheese and fruit plate. Yeah, see? I've been dabbling with cheese lately, by the way. I've been dabbling because I, I want to dabble so that when I have it, it doesn't affect me the way that it does. Yeah, when you, you say dabble, you mean it. eating it? Yeah, like I'll dabble, okay. but like a little bit. Like when you had milk the other day, it wasn't so bad. It was bad. Actually, milk really is bad. Yeah. She went to the bathroom I, and she felt relieved. I was like, this is good. Well, relieved that she made it out alive. <laughs> because I grew up drinking it, but now that I've stopped drinking it, if I have it in anything, it really... You know what a hot air balloon looks like inside your stomach? It's that. That's a feeling I have. Yeah. <sighs> That's fascinating. Yeah. Anyway, we have a big, big show today. We've got a lot of fun this weekend. Wango Tango's happening. We'll talk about it all morning. Front row Friday, actually. To tomorrow night. So every time you get tickets this morning, it's in the front row for Wingo Tango. Tubbs, where is that front row located? Dignity Hill Sports Park. Mm -hmm. Everybody's on point today. Huh? Yes, Very fast lately. Today. It is front row Friday. It's also a trending report moments away. What do you have coming up in the trending report? Did you spill on yourself or are you sweating? No, I spilled on myself. Oh my gosh. Sorry. Yikes. I spilled on myself. I'm having my. It looks my like the too. islands in the Bahamas. Like the stain that it made on your shirt. Yeah, very yeah. chic. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm drinking cold tea this morning, so I'm drinking it fast and hydrating for the yeah. weekend. What's coming up in the trending report in a second, Tony? Uh, I want to talk about making a huge career pivot as a woman when you aren't in your 20s. <sighs> okay. And we got June Bloom in the morning. Sunshine, going to burn it off a little bit later. Gerard Carmichael is going to be on after eight. Gerard Carmichael. Now, he's a comedian and. He's got a special on HBO Max, but I think he became really well-known after he hosted SNL. Yeah. Which was right after the Oscars, Will Smith, Chris Rock event. It was so that happened Saturday. On, right. So that happened on Sunday, and then on the Saturday, he was the host. He called himself the most unfamous host ever of SNL, and then he <laughs> had to talk about that. So, And afterwards, it seemed like people really started to follow him. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get to it. So a pivot, Tanya, in the training report. Go for it. So Cameron Diaz, okay, she had an acting career that was a, what so many people dream of. She was Hollywood's sweetheart, and she walked away from it all. But do you know why? No, but I remember when she did. Yeah. And doesn't she so live why? in Seal now? Like, uh, That's or... a great question. I don't know for sure. Wait, Seal? Seal Beach? Beach? Seal Beach. Yeah. No, I just saw on the news she bought a place in Montecito. Mm, in good Barbara. for her. Okay. She and one of the twins. Yeah. yeah. Um, which Benji. Mm, Benji. <laughs> Benji. Yeah, because Joel's married to Nicole Richie. 
Good. Yeah. Like so Cameron Diaz said, I just decided that I wanted different things out of my life. I had gone so hard for so long working, making films, and it's such a grind. I didn't really make any space for my personal life. And so uh, Gwyneth Paltrow asked her about how she felt to walk away from a movie career that w- of that magnitude. And she said, I got a piece in my soul. So obviously she made the right decision for her, but she went on to describe how when you're shooting a movie, your life isn't really your own. You're working these 12 hour days and they basically own you for this duration of like the shooting and then the promo. Um, And now Cameron is mommying and she has her clean wine brand and that's what she's really focusing on. And it's making her happier than this big, huge, you know, actress status that she had. And so I was reading this article and it made me think about, you know, I think people get really scared about changing their career because they've been doing something for so long. They don't think they're good at anything else, but maybe their heart isn't in the right place and they want to go, but there's, there's this fear holding them back. And I think that Cameron Diaz is a great, you know, example of you can make a huge pivot and still be happy, if not happier. Well, I think it's great because some people who continue to make decisions to stay busy or stay in their career lane are running from something, right? Their fear of something. And so she's just like, I'm going to, I don't care. I'm going to stop and focus on me. And this was a, a while ago, yeah. which is great. And it's like you put, she put so much work and effort and years into creating that career for herself. And that's, I feel like, uh, let's just say if you're a dentist, you, you go to so much school and you put in so much work and so much effort that you don't want to you know, throw it away, but your heart isn't isn't there. So it's like, go where your heart's telling you to go, even no, no matter how many years you put into something. Now, imagine if Cameron Diaz was your dentist. That's where I started to go when you said that. Wow. <laughs> this is for nappers. Are you a napper, Sissini? <sighs> Not really. Only when I was pregnant would I nap every day after the show. Oh. I... <sighs> I feel like sometimes I want to nap, and I'll never forget Sam Rubin telling me 20 years ago, Channel 5, first thing he does, gets home, takes a nap, and then he enjoys the rest of his day. And I thought, wow, it sounds really nice to get home and take a nap. Mm-hmm. But I cannot nap in the middle of other people's day. I can't either. It's like, it's like honestly, having a day off, like a two, if we had a Tuesday off when the world is working, I can't even have the day off. You yeah. feel guilty. And people don't really, they, they're working, so you're getting all your emails coming in. So it feels like a work day. Yeah. I only nap during my menstrual phase, and I try not to, but sometimes I just have to. So let me give you this hack then, since you mentioned that. And this comes from a Navy SEAL. I get a lot of my hacks from the SEALs. All right. What's up, Top Gun? This is Jocko. I don't know if you know about Jocko the Navy <laughs> SEAL, but Jocko. That's his, the Jocko's the name. <laughs> it doesn't take much time, and Jocko says it'll completely rejuvenate you. One, for the nap, lay on the floor. Two, put your legs up on the bed. Three, set a timer for eight minutes. Try it. It looks a little ridiculous, but try it. He says you wake up feeling like Superman. It's a SEALs trick. Hmm. If you go to 10 to 12 minutes, you'll wake up groggy. The eight is the key. Eight minutes? But what if you don't fall asleep within the eight? Like you set the timer, but then you were awake the whole I eight minutes. I won't fall asleep during the eight. Yeah, yeah there's no chance. I didn't follow up with that on, with Jocko. No, Jocko. Today's quote. So many people from your past know a version of you that doesn't exist anymore. Growth is beautiful. You're on KISS FM. On air with Ryan Seacrest.
All right, Seacrest here. We have your front row Wango Tango tickets coming up. Also after 7 500 bucks cash. Sisney with the headlines. Well, the House panel advanced legislation yesterday that would raise the age limit for purchasing a semi-automatic rifle from 18 to 21 as Democrats move quickly to put their stamp on gun legislation in response to the mass shootings in Texas and New York. The vote came as President Joe Biden gave a primetime speech about the shootings. And the westbound side of the 210 freeway in Irwindale will be closed for five days in July from Irwindale Avenue to the junction with the 605 freeway to accommodate upgrades on the San Gabriel River Bridge. The closures will begin on July 13th. And Universal Studios Hollywood and Nintendo are slowly cranking up the volume about the first Super Nintendo World theme park located in the U.S. Now they're narrowing its opening window to early 2023 while posting a few pictures and a video trailer of its signature ride, Mario Kart. So that is going to be something to look forward to. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Well, everybody's excited here at the Radio Ranch for Wango Tango. You know, these shows we didn't get to do for a little while. Like, you didn't get to go to shows. So now we're putting them back on. We're going full speed. We're going to be out in the sunshine and dusk with Diplo tomorrow night. Tonight, we thought it appropriate to get together and talk with Robbie, talk with Michael, Mm -hmm. talk with me about where things are, where things stand. Mm -hmm. I just want you to know, it's a table of five tonight. Oh, it is? It is a table of five, yes. Okay. My sixth is working. So I know. I figured you guys- We'll have to do another dinner. (laughs) Well, I figured you guys wouldn't mind that. But then I thought- No, we don't uh, mind. I thought, oh, you'll still want to eat with me and not have to interrogate number six. Thousand percent. Oh my gosh, like we would interrogate. Oh no, it's fine. I like it. Chillest person ever. No, no, interrogate. You know, but interrogate. I will. I'm going to do it. I'm going to ask all kinds of questions. I'm going to put you you and Robbie back to back and really get to the bottom of this height thing. (laughs) But just please don't put like physically back to back. Yeah. Not right away. I mean, I would like to just yeah, say you're hello. Touch this is why with him? this is why <laughs> sometimes weird. I hesitate to have dinner with it's you because her. don't second, exclude me. I know you're right, it. Tanya. You're right. That's right. The second we walk in, all of a sudden I've got to do an experiment and put it on TikTok. <laughs> that's, all, that's all, Tanya. I was thinking right, she's like, guys, guys, guys. No, the first time I meet, the first time I've been talking about this, and I was good with the whole plan of keeping a code name, Socrates, mm. biting my tongue. His name is Robbie. Don't say, don't say. Okay, fine, don't say. And I meet the guy. Finally, I get to see this guy in the flesh. Mm-hmm, he's real. And she goes, hey, 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 come stand over here in the good light. Let's get a picture. I want to capture all this. <laughs> Guys, can I have a human moment Never. with the soon-to-be life partner of Tanya Rat? Not a jingle ball when all of our like things are minute by minute. But still, this is a dinner that's supposed to be social. Oh, my gosh. Before Wango Tango, Imagine we don't need to experiment. all the pictures she's going to want to take tonight. You oh, know, no, you have to leave your phone at the door. I was going <laughs> to suggest us trying the Lizzo TikTok dance, but that's fine. Okay, do you want to have the dinner with me or not? <laughs> yeah. Because we're going to talk like normal people. Yeah. We're going to get to hang out with our significant others. And then I'm going to show you my barbecue skills over a wood-burning grill. You're going to cook? You're going to cook? Oh my God, Tubbs! How do I even deal with? I did not expect that. You invite you invite them over to your place, try and show hospitality, and then all that. You're gonna cook on the barbecue. That means like like Michael and Robbie and you're all gonna be by the barbecue, and Tanya and I are gonna be excluded. Wait, that's gonna be so cute. You know, Michael loves barbecuing. Like it's his favorite thing. 
Okay, well, can I barbecue at yeah, my dinner? But it'd be cute. Like, uh, maybe you can show your tips. That's what he said he's going to do. I'm going to make tips. I'm going to barbecue some tips. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, wood burning. It's wood burning, though. Wood this is a burning. different skill. Yeah, this is... Ugh, I was watching one of those food shows, and I saw this grill, and I got it. Yeah, now <laughs> you're setting off. Now Michael's going to want one of these. It's going to be okay. Oh, Are you going to yeah. wear an apron? Yeah. Are you going to wear an apron? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what I'm aware. Oh. Uh, anyway, so Mike likes tequila. What does Robbie drink? Beer? Uh, no, he likes Hendrix Martini. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> he drinks beer, too. I mean, whatever you have, he'll drink I it. just feel like we're standing around the wood-burning barbecue. Beer sounded good to me. Yeah, he drinks beer. What kind of beer is that? It's a good question. I don't Michael know. drinks IPA if you're going to do beer. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get out of here, get this thing planned. Yeah, this is fun. Do you need <laughs> I help? Stop by the store with the prices going up. I got to stop by now. <laughs> oh my stuff gosh. Soon. She's like taking notes. I'm so um, excited. Yeah, no, I don't need help. I'm what excited. can we bring? What can you bring? I think just bring yourselves. Check your phone at the door. Make it easy. Bring nothing. Maybe some Wango Tango tickets we'll give bring away. Conversation. Yeah, bring conversation. Oh, we can bring some... a game. <laughs> Let's move on before this gets canceled. <laughs> on air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. There we go. Camila Cabello, Sean Mendez. All those artists can be at Wango Tango tomorrow night. You can... Listen to it here at Kiss FM. Starts at 6 on Saturday night. I always love the weekend I get to see JoJo and EJ. Going to be roaming around. That's right. Um, all right. So what do we need to know? When does everything start, Sisney? Run it down for well, us, some the, forensics. I thought I would just kind of break this down because even Michael was asking me these questions last night. And I was like, you know what? I don't even know. And I had to look it up. So if you're getting there early, parking gates open at noon which is very early because the village doors don't even open until two o'clock. So I don't know what you would do for two hours, but just giving you the facts and we're switching things up this year. The village is actually going to be inside the venue. So it's only for Wango Tango ticket holders. So that's why I encourage you to get there early and go and experience BB, Ian Dior, Jenna Rose. Yep. They're going to kick the, everything off before the show happens. And then all remaining gates will open at 5 PM. Love is going to kick off the show at six. And then it's a clear bag policy. So that's something I want to remind oh, everybody. It's always kind of fun for me. I like to look in people's bags. Well, you forget because you don't want to roll up with like your big purse and then they're going to be like, no, you, you have don't. to go back to your car or if you Ubered. Oy. But it's fun to see what people actually carry in their purse without having to ask. Can I give you some advice though? If you do, like, so one time it was a Wango Tango at a different venue, but still clear bag. My friend brought this giant purse, even though I told her not to, and she was going to go throw it away because we Ubered. And so... I was like, don't throw it away. Hide it somewhere. And she hid it in like a bush and it was still and there. And it was still after, there? Yeah, after See, the concert. I like anytime I put something in the bush, I can't remember which bush it was. Yeah, everything looks the same. <laughs> like it all looks the same. It happens to me all the time parking too. I, I'm so excited about parking and I get there and I'm off and I'm like, oh God, I didn't really look at which pee I'm on and which mm -hmm. color the, you gotta look. the thing was. All right, let me uh, grab Isabel here. Isabel, how you doing in Norwalk? I'm doing well. How are you? Isabel, we're doing well, too. Thank you for asking. So there's an issue with the guy you're seeing? Yeah. So I started seeing this guy about three months ago, and everything's been good. But about two months in, he did tell me that he loved me. Mm -hmm. And I don't Shoot. know, personally, I felt like that was too soon, and I just didn't want to say it back. I mean, it's so I ironic. 
all we want to do in this world is be loved. Yet yeah. the second we meet someone that says it too fast, we're totally turned off. No, it doesn't have to be that way. But I see what you mean, Isabel, because I have been on different sides of this. Uh. I've said it like because it felt like the thing to say in a moment, and then I've said it, and oh. you know, I oh. meant it, but didn't mean it. But Ryan then I, John, I used to when I was younger, mm-hmm. it was so. Deliberate, and then as time goes on, you kind of use it more loosely. I'm just telling Wait, you that should be backwards. Aye, aye, aye. Sorry, you don't live in these shoes, <laughs> but you use it a little more loosely than you did because it was so precious at the beginning, and yes. it was so first time at the beginning. It's still precious every time. It's but... precious, but you understand what I'm saying like when you're like for me, I've been unmarried, so I've fallen in love multiple times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you say it sooner as those times go by. Isabel, why is it that you aren't saying it back? Uh, I honestly, I don't know. I think it's just kind of, I haven't felt it. And I don't want to say it if I'm not ready. Right. But that's okay. He can love you. Totally okay. Unless it made you, did it, did it, what's the right word? Did it turn you off? I kind of did, um, not entirely, but it did kind of, I guess, scare did me. It, did it make you feel like, oh gosh, maybe I shouldn't be so open. Maybe I shouldn't be so comfortable. Maybe I should, I'm going to hold back a little bit. Yeah, just a bit. Cause I do kind of have that guard. So yeah. it did, it did kind of make me put my guard up and make me a little scared to just open up and be be that like um just open with him and do you feel comfortable that he said it to you and you can keep your guard up for a little bit to see if it is yeah the same that's important. for you at some point because i think it's it's totally fine for you to feel that way and if it continues to feel more that way than the other way you know it's not a match yeah i get i am a little nervous that he is going to resent me for not saying it back. Well, don't say it because he's, you're worried about him resenting. Yeah, it. and don't he's not do going that. to. I said I love you to my boyfriend a month before he said it to me. I said it after the first date, all yeah, drunk. So, <laughs> uh, speaking of using it loosely and right away. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, Isabel, I think this is okay, and this happens. This happens more often than not, where one person says, and the other person's like, "Uh oh, I'm not I'm sure ready. yet." Yeah. So take your time with it. Don't worry about him resenting. And again, if those things happen, this is not the guy for you. It nets itself out. It will. All right, Isabel, we love you. So thank you for calling. (laughs) (laughs) You take good care, all right? And good luck. Thank you. So how long did it take Robbie to say it after you said it? About a month. Ouch. pretty fast. Oh. I think that's fast. Pretty much on brand for our relationship, though, if I'm being honest. Oh, my God. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. So this is a segment where we take uh, local businesses and give them the spotlight and the platform to talk about what it is that they're doing. And what it is that they're doing is pursuing their passion and their love. And you never know when you're going to have that eureka moment and say gosh i'm just gonna go for it Haley sanchez of orange is on the line so she's a co-owner of nesw wax co this is um 
As in Northeast Southwest Wax, right? Yeah. Uh, it, it's a yes. candle and goods company, and it's good to meet you, Haley. Thanks for coming on. Hi, thank you so much. I'm so excited. So you and your husband had this epiphany after after what? Where you said, you know, everybody loves candles. Let's go for this. Right. So um, my daughter, who is 10 and a half now, was turning two. And, you know, like we turn out those kid birthday parties for some reason. And that's what we did. Um, the party favor was candles and it was an under the sea theme party. And my husband did tons of research on YouTube and taught himself. And he was actually the one that started making candles first. Um, and I just thought candle, everyone loves candles, men and women alike. Um, and so that's kind of where it came from. And it kind of just grew after that. So it was kind of just a hobby. We did it for fun. And then my husband has, you know, a full-time job and he couldn't kind of couldn't keep up with me wanting more candles made. And so I had him teach me and that was eight years ago. And wow. now wow. I'm here. Yeah. And, and you're making candles called Arcadia or called right. Big Pine or mm -hmm. Brea. What is Brea? Yeah. What's the Brea candle smell like? Brea smells like grapefruit and mint. And I can't even really tell you why I choose <laughs> the ones that I do, except that I just get a vibe. It's a vibe about the it's place. And my main, my main thing is I want, it's kind of like memories and nostalgia um, and smell. Smell, okay. I mean, I can, rem if I smell perfume, I, I can remember what my first grade, like my, I remember my first grade teacher. Totally get it. Aromas mm -hmm. spark those memories. The other thing I love yeah. is the candle on the cover, like when you get it, has the coordinates mm -hmm. of the location. Yes. So, for example, um, what do you think? Okay, uh, Sisney, yes. guess. Okay. What area of Southern California the candle smells like toasted coconut creamy vanilla? Toasted guess, coconut. Guess the area. In, in Southern California specifically. Yes. Um. Gosh. Laguna Beach. Close. Huntington Beach. But close. Oh, close. Yeah, yes. close. Uh, yes. I mean, this is so wow. fun. Yep. There's one for Joshua yeah, it's Tree. Laguna yeah, Beach smells, smells like, like smoke wood, smoke wood, and something else. Mm. Close. Yeah, Laguna smells like a bonfire. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Haley, this yeah. is genius, and yes. we love you for it. You Thank are you. hometown hustler. So, if people want to order your candles, what's the best way to do it? Um, online, N-E-S-W-Waxco.com. And I also, I don't know if I'm able to, but I created a coupon code for anyone listening to use, if that's okay. Uh, sure. So so if you go to like Northeast Southwest, N-E-S-W, yes. then Waxco.com, what happens if Correct. they do and they're listening? So you can use the code KISSFM to save 20% off of your order. And it's obviously K-I-I-S-F-M. Mm -hmm. Put that in when you check out and you can save 20%. Very I'm cool. Sorry. You are a good person Thank and your you. candles make us happy. Oh, Thank you for coming you. on, Haley. Thank you so, so much. Thank you so much. Take good care. Bye, Haley. Thanks. Bye. I have envy. I have like entrepreneur business envy. Mm -hmm. That's such a good idea. That's so, I sh candle making. Yeah. It's like perfect for me. Ooh. Right? I mean, think of all the different regions of the world we could do. 
all the cities in the the state and the country and the world we could do. Why don't you partner with her and have like a Ryan collab and you can do like the smells of Italy or something? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I may not make it to dinner tonight. I'm so excited. <laughs> hey, uh, that's a good idea. Actually, it's a good idea, but the, the sense of a world and the coordinates as well. And then on the backside of the candle box, I'll give you restaurant recommendations in that yeah, area. Yeah, oh I my mean, gosh, it's a one-stop shop. Call her back. <laughs> I will. Can we take a break so I can call her? On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Saturday Night Live, right after the incident at the Oscars. Okay, so it's going on the air, and Gerard Carmichael is the host. This happened a week ago. And he talks Doesn't about it. feel like it happened years ago? Like, doesn't it feel like it happened when we were all in high school? <laughs> like, it feels like it happened somewhere between Jamiroquai and 9-11. Like, somewhere... And this was... Gerard talking about the incident long, with Will Smith and time. Chris Rock. And people really were buzzing about him after he was hosting SNL and after he starred Ooh. on SNL. And he's with us now. Gerard, how are you, man? Wow, that's really live. Hi. I'm well, how are you? <laughs> You're we, just, on. we come right in, not wasting any time. Oh, I'm like just trying on a jacket in front of a mirror, and then it's like, oh, wow, here they are. <laughs> it's funny you say you're trying on a jacket because I was rewatching your monologue on SNL in that great white, I think it was double-breasted jacket. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Tom, uh, the wardrobe uh, head there is a genius. And, like, I, my arms are so long, they had to, like, stitch the arms from, like, a, a longer suit onto the <laughs> the rest of the jacket. Wow. They did, like, an hour before showtime. It was wild. They're incredible over there. Like, the whole team are, like... <laughs> so, God. Gerard, when, to me... It seemed, look, you do comedy, so you, you're, this is what you do. You stand up and you tell stories, you talk about yourself, you make people laugh. But to me, it would seem terrifying to walk out into that little auditorium and have everything oh. be live. I mean, I, I actually, you made us laugh a lot because we were coming off that Oscar incident, and you said you were the least famous host, I think, ever. Yeah, on yeah. SNL, yeah, in your words, yeah, right? Yeah, easily, 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 easily. Yeah, definitely. Like, I, I well, it's it's funny. I can't believe you're saying that. Being totally honest, just like you're like in front of an audience, like you're on air so much. Like, I feel like it's like you have higher stakes. Like, you're constantly live and like in front of people. This is like this is like my only time. I'm usually not trusted with that responsibility. <laughs> and... <laughs> Smartly and rightfully so. Um, and, and so this is like the only time I did it. Y'all are like doing it now. And like, this is like so frightening to me. <laughs> well, I have so much respect for comedians because there is a special kind of IQ and brain power and storytelling skill that truly is remarkable. And the way that, you know, you can go from story to story and it just flows. Uh, you know, Rathaniel is yeah. now streaming on HBO Max and, this is your special, but it feels more like a confessional in a way, Gerard. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely me turning the lens on myself. Uh, I, I, was, I used to do such outward comedy, like it was all like, and look at this what going on in culture that you didn't notice kind of thing. And I had all these like personal problems and, and, and things that I was like struggling with that felt far more... Uh, uh, immediate and urgent. And, and that's all I wanted to talk about. That still is like all I want to talk about in stand up. I feel like, um, you know, 
for me, it's just like, I can't, I'm obsessing over these things. It's my life. I'm obsessing mm-hmm. over these things. And then to go out and then like talk about policy and not be right. a politician right. just seemed like, yeah, just removed from me in a way that, uh, uh you know, I, I wasn't did, interested did, in. Did, in did, did you, you, from what I understand, you came out through the special to people who weren't yeah. close to you or maybe even some people close yeah. to you. Is that right? <laughs> Yes, yes, professionally and to anyone I hadn't texted back within that past year. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so like a lot of, you know, like what? You know, a couple girls on dating apps hit me uh, like after. <laughs> I was like, oh, now I understand why you didn't respond. <laughs> <laughs> it was some funny things happening. But no, it was it was to the world. Yes. And, and how did the reaction feel truly to you once you did? Um. You know, it's a freeing thing. It was very scary. It was it was a frightening thing for me, and and that's mostly what uh, the special is about. Like me and um, Bo Burnham, my best friend who directed it, like you know, we really focused on the feet of the confession. Like, but the the synopsis could be man who's afraid of heights jumps out of an airplane on HBO, right? Like right, it's right. essentially yes. like it's that it was my biggest fear. It was something that I I never thought I would say or uh, I thought I would die before coming out truly you know not to get dark but you know it's it, a lot of people struggle with that and I was one of them and and so it was huge for me um and uh yeah now I'm just going on tangent now it just feels like therapy my bad Gerard Carmichael is with us now he's also got a movie called on the count of three which is a dark comedy right two friends who make a pact yeah. and yeah. Uh, yeah, tell us about why you want to make that movie. Suicide pact, you know, they, they, they weren't able to see beyond their immediate circumstances. And, and uh, uh, it was something that I felt in, in many ways and connected with the material. Uh, friends who dealt with it that inspired a lot of the story. My sister uh, dealt with depression, actually named my character after her. Um, and or deals with, I should pass tense it. Uh, but it, it's something that just felt like it existed, but people weren't really talking about. Like, you know, I'm very interested in those things that hide in plain sight, you know, those elephants in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there was a certain um, uh, malaise around beyond we. That sentence is too whimsical. Uh, but, <laughs> but, 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 but just like there's a certain feeling that existed w- 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 amongst me, in me and amongst my friends. And um, it just felt like this oddly aspirational idea to say, OK, well, what if you decided to end your life? Then could you make every decision you were afraid to make or that you're afraid to make now? And that's what the film is about. And it, it's funny. I hope people uh, watch and enjoy we take it seriously and in any serious moment you find a lot of humor but uh uh, or you can you know just tension release but Mm -hmm. but uh yeah yeah it it, the premise sounds so heavy but i think it's a funny movie yeah well listen people are talking about it people are talking about your special uh gerard carmichael is with us the special rathaniel is now streaming hbo max in the movie on the count of threes in select theaters and on demand look forward to seeing in person sometime thank you for coming on and congratulations gerard thank you for having me take good care buddy back to your fitting you too (laughs) thank you bye Bye. (laughs) (sighs) i love it when we it's fennel tea it's cold it's hydrating keeps me full while we're working nice sometimes i work up an appetite you know 
getting into it with all you guys, mm-hmm. getting into the conversations. Yeah. Anyway, so um, I'm glad when we f- we say we're going to do something, then we don't forget. <laughs> like we follow up. Here we Case are. in point, we got into this the other day. Tanya, thank you for bringing it up. You're welcome. Did a trending report about Haley Bieber having issues with people pleasing. And so many of us are people pleasers. You just want to, and I think, I think moms do this all the time. They put everybody first and they don't get the time or take the time to think of themselves. Mm-mm. And after you did that report, it got us to thinking, you know, when you read your comments or you're a people pleaser, you want everybody to be happy and you want them to feel good about you too. I love that my trending report got you thinking. It totally got me thinking. I love that. And I brought in this book because The Four Agreements, which is a book I love, it's a simple book. There are four agreements to live life through or with. And one is to uh, be impeccable with your words. The second agreement is don't take anything personally. And that's the one we're going to talk about. They say whatever happens around you, whatever happens, don't take it personally. Mm Mm-hmm. The reflection on that person, not you. Yes. It is written by Don Miguel Ruiz, Four Agreements. And he says that that person who's saying something about you, the way you look, what you did, they're trying to send poison to you. And if you take the poison and take it personally, then you take that poison into your system and it becomes you. Mm -hmm. Like whatever they tell you you are, you take that poison and you actually become it yeah. in your mind. That's the problem. It's trapped yeah. in you. He says, this is interesting. Don't take it personally when people say, hey, Sisney, you're the best. Don't take it personally. And don't take it personally when they say, hey, you're the worst. You can't take it either way. Mm-hmm. But you never think of it like that. Nope. Right? Somebody says something great about you. You're like, yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> they say something bad. You're like, oh, but the thing is, the same thing's happening. You are accepting that. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's in your system. And that's where ego comes in. Ego, fear. Ego, yeah, or depression, like all of anxiety. it. Anxiety. Mm-hmm. Don Miguel Ruiz. I mean, this book, it's such I a I just reordered handbook. this on Amazon because I feel like I lent it to somebody and nobody ever gave it back to me. But right. it's such a good book to read at least once a year. So the third agreement is don't make assumptions. And the fourth is always do your best. Mm-hmm. Simple, but hard. I know. Thank you, Tanya, for that trending report. I'm glad you inspired this conversation <laughs> yeah. for us to reread the four agreements. Got up early this morning and I texted Mark an article. I just seen it's been out a couple of days. And it was about uh, <laughs> jump starting your sex life. I'm laughing because the article that you sent him was from, was it the Washington Journal? A Wall Street Journal. A Wall Street, sorry, Wall Street Journal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Mark does not have an account for that. So I, he was really like, oh, <laughs> I get this. So he may have actually purchased a subscription just to get uh, this. Hey, it's really, they have great articles, Mark. And you should be reading about the price of gas anyway. So there was an article, a big, big article in one of the sections about the pandemic. A lot of people found romance. A lot of people then came out of it and stopped their romance. Ooh. They stopped having sex. Interesting. So wait, they fell in love during the pandemic? They just, a lot, of, so there's different groups, right? Some people had no privacy, so they didn't. Other people had just each other, so they did. Uh-huh. But the 
point of this article was, if your sex life has stalled coming out of the pandemic, what do you do? What do you do? Well, it's because we got busy again. It's like during the pandemic, you had no plans, so you just have all the sex but you, you want. Do, if you, are, you do have to take a step back, slow yourself down, and realize that it's important to do some simple things. So mm-hmm. what struck me was, one, this uh, expert says, I found this fascinating. Expert says, get with your partner. And you guys are looking for dinner conversation tonight, right? I love it. So Yeah, bring this. Bring this yeah. paper. Get with your partner and talk about a sex scene in a movie that you found provocative or erotic. Yeah. Right? Okay. Got it. Talk about it and then role play it. Re- relive it. Act it out. The whole scene. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, Sisney's nodding. Tiny fell over. Yeah, and that's good. Because my mind went to Bridgerton, and I'm like, Bridgerton. I don't want to like redo that. You can't judge the person's scene. We're not going to be in it. Fine. You know what I mean? Okay. Have fun. Like, but you think about it. Okay, that's that's fun. They also talk about how it's so important to set the mood. Oh yeah. The, yeah. the location, the lighting, the candles, and this was the thing that stood out in the mood section was you don't want to get yourself excited. You want to calm yourself down. Because you good, want it to last. <laughs> good romance is a calm, slow scene. True. Can be different. Now, you could also, you know, burn yourself with a candle. Be careful. But it, they were saying, like, don't, like, relax. Take it slow. Enjoy it. Whereas the human body, some, the heart rate, you start getting excited. Right. No. You don't want it to end too quickly. God. No. I'm going to bring this article to That's our dinner. Good. <laughs> there are other things. Oh? Yeah, there are other things. Some stuff that I'll just let you read. Like I'm reading it now. It's important, though, you know? Especially, like, if you've got kids, it really... you got to set aside the time and make it... You really do. Make it stand out. I know, because you get into these rhythms of just, like... Not not make not setting the mood, not making it exciting. Not you just like you're doing it, and right? You, just you like move, pound and go a little bit. Maybe we can use those choice of words, but that's um, not, that's not a. I don't know. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> what is that? You don't, you don't really say that, <laughs> yeah. do you? That's not even a term, the expression, or words people say. Yeah, it is. No, that's not what people say. Yeah, it they is. They say pound and go. Yikes. Yeah, or pound like and go. hit it and quit it. That's different than pound no. and go. Oh, okay. Pound uh, and go. Oh my no, god! I've never heard that. No, you Anything guys. Else that you and Robbie say that we <laughs> need to be aware of. You guys do. No, I'm make sure I lock all my extra bedrooms. <laughs> oh my <tonight>. gosh! <laughs> anyway, pound and goers. No. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Ew! Ew! Could right. you imagine? No, I cannot imagine. I don't want to imagine. <laughs> I'm here not to. I'm actually here not to imagine. Do you remember I offered my? Remember when I offered my bed, my apartment, Disney for you and Michael to have sexy time? I know, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> What, just where <laughs> to leave their house and go to yours? Yeah, so they had privacy because we had seems no privacy. Really weird. It, you know, right? I to would think never. that you're there in her room. It would be so strange. And I don't think Michael. That's weird for Michael. No, Mm-mm. I think of like a hotel. All I was going to no, leave you can't some think candles. of your bedroom I can't as think a about hotel. it with like I all your spare like, jackets in that closet. No, like, there's no way. I don't have like stuffed koala bears you got everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the posters of all those guys. That's just weird. No, I don't have that in my home. And that was like your old queen size bed. No, your prom dress is hanging there. Yeah, prom. I don't. What do you guys think I am? A tchotchke collector. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Oh, look who's coming into the studio. Co-host of Saturday's The Vibe with Tanya Rad. Mm-hmm. It is EJ. 
can check out EJ seven to twelve right here. I'm fact, EJ. When I was reading EJ's ratings, congratulations, EJ. Yeah, he's crushing it. Thank you it. so much. I, I was reading. It. I was reading his ratings, and I think you were with the boss when I sent the note mm-hmm. talking about how good you, great you were doing. Yes, and I was so appreciative. So thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what was the meet? So what's the meeting like with the boss? When you're EJ and you have the good rate. Right. Like, what is that mean? She's just like, oh my gosh, great job. You're so cool. You're killing it. I love you so much. Thank you so much for being you. Wow. You remember that when it goes down. (laughs) If it ever goes down, you remember that conversation. Wait, you love me. Right? You love me still. Right. Uh, No, it's great. We're very happy. Very happy. So let's see. Tomorrow, we've got Wango Tango. Now, EJ, tonight I've uh, decided that the best thing to do is have a pregame meal with my team here. Ooh. So we're ready for a big Wango Tango. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have the significant others. Do you know much about Robbie or Michael? Sissy's Michael and Tanya's Robbie? I feel like I do. Since, you know, Tanya and I, we do the show together and we've hung out with Michael. I feel like I do. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. We're like besties at this point, I Michael and so. I. Well, I'm excited to see those guys. Now, uh, EJ, what's happening tomorrow? So are you on the air tomorrow as well? Yes, I'm going to be on from uh, 10 to 2, and then I am going to run down to Carson. Wow, they're really giving you zero time to get ready, huh? (laughs) Because he's got all the ratings. Yes, I'm I'm going to run down to Carson. Hopefully the 405 won't be a parking lot. If it is, I'm going to get dressed in the car and then uh, jump on the broadcast with JoJo and Sis. It's very excited. We're very excited to come down there. We're going to be out there with Sean and Camila and the Chainsmokers. Mm-hmm. And then I saw in the schedule, I'm going to bring out Diplo. At oh, you the, are? Yeah, I'm going to bring we out Diplo. We got the that. schedule? Uh, yeah, because I had to get my schedule. Wow. That was giving ours until after the show today. Because <laughs> I was asking. I was wow. like, who do we bring out? Uh, she wouldn't yeah, tell well, me. They, they, you know, they sent it in segments. I didn't get everybody's schedule, but I do know that I'm going to bring Diplo out at dusk. I'm sure I'll inevitably remind him that I was him for Halloween, and he will not be impressed. <gasps> they should put your picture up on the Jumbotron. They should. When you say they, we are they. So oh, yeah, Sisney, you kind of are they. You, you kind of are they. Email like, you it work to me. in the division that does that. Can someone email it to me, and I will send it over. That would be yes. legit. Yeah, yes. make that happen. As a matter of fact, we could fake people out. I could. Well, let's not get carried. Can away. you no. do the set though? Can't you DJ? Uh, so EJ, it's a funny <laughs> thing you bring that up. It's been a process for me. I'm still working on it, but in my next phase here at Kiss, I'm going to do a Vegas residency. I was about uh, to DJ. say. I thought that you were at that point already. He does have a no, blue velvet chair though. That he or a stool? Is it a stool? I have a blue velvet stool, so mm. that will be my stool when I do hit the road. But I'm planning on doing some residencies once I'm really. Well, I want to. I really want to do it well, and you know. Not pre-program it. You know? How far yeah. along in the Zigga Zigga are you? I just figured out how to turn on all the things. Mm. You know? <laughs> yeah. so. Just a little rusty. Uh, a little rusty. <laughs> um, Hazel in West Covina. Hazel, good morning. You're on with uh, Ryan and Sisney and Tanya and EJ. Hi, guys. Good morning. Hey. Good morning. So this is a rare Happy opportunity. You're talking, to, you're talking the number one rated EJ right now, okay, on That's the morning right. show here. So oh, tell, us, you, Ryan. T- tell us, Hazel, <laughs> no, you're going you. to Wango Tango? We are going to Wingo Tango. I'm super, super excited. I'm taking my kids. Well, it's my husband, myself, and my kids going. Wow. And is this your kid's first concert? It is. My girls are only eight years old and ten years old, and I'm so excited. It's a good to age. Them. They're going to be so spoiled to see so many people at one concert when they go to a concert later in life. They're going to be like, wait, why is there only one person here? <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be really exciting. And, they're, you know, we listen to the radio station all the time, and they're singing along the songs oh, awesome. and stuff. 
my my oldest one just asked me um, if Sean Mendez was going to be there. I'm like, of course. <laughs> yes, Sean Mendez is going to be there now. Hazel, look for us yes. if you see any of us scream so we can say hi to you. Oh, we definitely will. Can't wait. All right, cool. Well, thank you for calling. Enjoy the show, and I'm so happy it's for the first for the kids to see live. Thank you, Ryan. Can't wait. Bye. Have a good Take one. Care. See you there. Bye. 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 The first concert. Wow. All right, listen, one. EJ, we look forward to I can't wait to see you tomorrow in person. It's going to be a good time. I'm just, what are you going to wear, EJ? You know what's funny? So it's Friday right now, and I still have no idea what I'm wearing. Typical dude. Really? Mm-hmm. Maybe like a t-shirt and some like fun pants or something like that and some sneakers. Ooh. Wouldn't that be I, good uh, in summary? Yeah. I got, I'm got. going to go find something later. Same with you. Oh, my goodness. No, no, kind of same uh, with me, too. I had something, but I don't think y'all are going to like it, so I'm actually going to go look for something Don't today. wear it for us. No. Wear it for you, honey. Right. No, you, have you. you have to be you. You have to be you. I've been with me for long enough. Put I on the bomber. The, no, uh, white not t-shirt. the same bomber and white <laughs> t-shirt again. <laughs> oh, my God. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. That's it, guys. That's it. That's it. I'll see y'all later. Yes, you will. Oh, yeah. Knock, knock. We're here. <laughs> 1027, it is Kiss FM. We will uh, be with you tomorrow for Wango Tangle. You hear it all on Kiss. If you're going out, make sure you say hello. Shout us out if you see us roaming around. Uh, also, coming up on Monday, we got Ryan's Roses. Don't forget that. And Sisney's going to take you till 11 o'clock. That's right. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again Monday.